I wasn't going to censor anything anyway. Censor hey? children to know how, how hard the world is. I know. They need to learn, <laughs> you know? Uh, good morning, George. Good morning, Carlos. Hi. How's it going? Good, good. Are you recording? I am not recording. Oh, okay. I am not recording. <laughs> okay. I am not recording. I am recording. Now you're recording. I am, now I'm recording. Are, is it facing you? It's or facing you. It's facing me. It's facing you. And now watch. It'll be facing you. And now it's... What? No way. Is it facing me now yet? Can you see me? Yeah, yeah, I see you. I there see you, but not your full face. Got to go up a little bit more. Up a little bit more. That's all she got. So, and there you go. Now I see your eyes. Now I see your hat. Oh, there we go. What's that thing called? The bimbo? Yes. The bimbo. That's what we've named it. The bimbo. But, but that's not what it's called. Bimbo Coles. Bimbo. <laughs> was a basketball player. The shortest basketball player in the NBA for a time. I don't know if there's anybody. Wasn't that anybody. Spud Webb? Was it? Just, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just, all of my basketball references are from like the 19, between 1992 and 1996. You reposted a picture of a Saturday Night Live with like I saw Kurt Cobain. Charles Barkley, RuPaul. RuPaul and wasn't that? Charles Barkley. No, no, no. Charles Barkley was in the picture too. Kurt Cobain. But there was a short dude who's a basketball player. I don't know who that is. Okay. All right. I don't know who that is. So... And then, and then Dave Grohl, you see him right next to Kurt Cobain. There's a super famous picture of um, RuPaul and Nirvana. Okay. Like that the she's whole holding Francis Bean, and Francis Bean is like crying. Oh, really? Really. Dude, that's awesome, man. That's a, that was such a great time. Like, that was like such a... The 90s are epic. I'm sorry? The 90s are epic. The 90s are epic. And, oh, wow, this is so cool. Oh, Oh look, and Bo's in the background. So, so we're we're getting video footage as we're talking. I've gotten a lot of good feedback from our last episode. Uh, so, thank you all for that. Thank you guys for listening. And uh oh, Bo's a little uncomfortable. Bo, pull it down. What's going on? I don't know. He's just uncomfortable. The camera makes him uncomfortable. No, nah, not really. It changes things. It changes things. It really does he, change he's things. He's like a supermodel. He's like a dog supermodel, and he he didn't feel ready for this. For this situation, like, I haven't. Uh, I'm not. I need hair and makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bo, go lay down, dude. Please. Thank you. Go. So you're. Do you feel settled in in your new your new digs and your new I feel super settled in surroundings and your new routine. Absolutely, absolutely. So Lauren hasn't even driven her car. The, her car has not left the gables since we moved. Dude, I follow her on Instagram, and every morning or every other morning, she posts stories of called and like hashtag morning commute, and it's her on her, uh, on her skateboard. skateboard. Yeah, just scooting to work. Yep. And I get super jealous, even though I'm not a skateboarder because I like my face. <laughs> um, uh, I just love the idea. I used to work. I used to live off of you know. I used to live over here on like Thirteenth Terrace. Okay. And I would, and I worked on Almeria, which was about literally. It was like when, I, when you like map my run, it it's one mile from oh like point God. A to point B. Right. And I would take my bike. That's or on awesome. days like this that were really nice, I would like, I could walk. You could walk. I just woke up early and walk. Yeah. And I really do miss um, the shorter commute to the office as well as being able to be like local yeah. and pedestrian like that. Mm -hmm. There's something that I was, you know, I was and I was slimmer, too. I think remember we we're talking about how like I was skinnier at a certain time in my life. And yeah. there was so that time coincides. And, I, and I'm pretty sure that like walking and I would always like I would definitely walk back to if I didn't take my bike. 
sometimes I would just take the trolley to work, but I would always walk home. Yeah. And that's like a mile walk every day. That, there you go. And that, that would, makes that would a make big a difference. difference. Absolutely. Yeah. That would make a big difference. That's a big yeah. difference. Now I'm just like stunting in my forerunner <laughs> around town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's uh, she's she's really enjoying it. Um, I she's you know her not that she had like a that difficulty with her mood, but her mood has just enhanced since moving here, which and is great. Good, you know, yeah, I know in a great way because I mean she gets home at five thirty. She's like, I have so much time now. I have so much time to do things now, um, and and you know and and we we have. The nights we don't have the kids, you know, then you know she doesn't have to cook. She doesn't have to cook for me because I already have my my meal plans. Wait, have you you you, you got a meal plan? Well, I, not a meal plan, but I've been planning my meals, so I know I know what I'm eating already. So I text her. I go, "Don't worry about me," because I already know what I'm eating. Are you cooking for yourself? Uh, I am microwaving for myself. <laughs> All right, absolutely. <laughs> I have I have uh, these uh, organic. Microwavable grilled chicken breast with the one cup microwavable white rice. Wow! And I have the microwavable sweet potatoes. Wow! Um, and the salad obviously doesn't need that. So you know, so I have my salads. I have my veggies. I have like Brussels sprouts. That yeah. Everything is, everything. The microwave is working out really nice for me. But the, sure. The, 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 here's the thing, though, is that the main thing is that I'm actually. Planning. Okay, so this is where I'm at. This is what I. This is what I'm gonna eat. This is how I'm gonna get my protein. And I'm actually, I've, I've actually started logging at the beginning of the day my future meals. I need you to show me which. Uh, I need you to show me your microwave grilled chicken breast. Sure, absolutely. Because I'm curious. Oh yeah, definitely. I think it's good to have in a pinch. I wouldn't rely. I w- I couldn't rely on it all the time. Yeah. But I like the idea of sometimes you just you just need to get it in and the idea of like taking out a raw chicken breast and throwing it onto like a pan and like cooking it and no. It's a little much. That's, that's why I, yeah. It's in those moments that I resort to like cold cut turkey breasts. So that's Well the <laughs> Applegate turkey breast that you recommended to me when I fir- the first time I did working against gravity, mm-hmm. you had texted me about the Applegate. Forty two uh, grams of protein and a seven ounce package. Yep, and you just have the, the whole slab of of turkey breast. It's delicious. And it's delicious. Every sandwich that I have is basically one pack of a whole pack of turkey. There you go. I never it's like I'm like, why wouldn't anyone use any less? Yeah, so there's another way of Oh, Beast is snoring again. This is going to be a tradition in our podcast. Although I don't think you could, you could I don't think you could hear it that much in the I, last podcast. I, you heard it once the moment that you brought it to my attention and I heard it again. I was like able to hear the little ee, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fine. Um so however, uh with with coach Danielle, um I told her that this week the focus of this week cuz the week that I moved it was shot. Like I didn't track. It was a really poor week. So, um but uh what I told her is that this week the focus of this week was going to be immersion. Like I, I went into the working against gravity uh website, the resources the blogs, the recipes. So I've been um, following along with some of the the meal planning tips. Mm-hmm. Um, and today I'm actually planning on cooking one of the recipes that's on the Working Against Gravity nice. site. Yeah. So uh, so I'm taking more chances and trying to get more into it and more focused because I have obviously a kitchen here and I have a full kitchen over at my new job and you know everything is like you can cook at work. I, well, yeah. I mean they don't do it, but there is like like a, a full, stove yeah. and a pans and really? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah. That's a big luxury. Yeah. I'm yeah. jealous. Hey man. 
Yeah. Man, I was feeling place. cute because I had like a, my own refrigerator, my own microwave in my office. That is pretty awesome. At least I think they do it. But maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> You're like, it's a counter with a microwave. <laughs> Shit, you might be right. You go this? in there with like all of your stuff from Publix to make like, oh. you know, chicken stir fry. And I'm like, and why did my mind did I picture a stove here? And they're like, Carlos, this is just a, a coffee <laughs> counter and yeah, sorry a microwave. Sorry to disappoint you. Jeez. Maybe it's a full-size refrigerator. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And a nice sink. Yeah. But in any case, they'll have a microwave, which yeah, I'm yeah. obviously very good at using. So I could do that. You'll be fine. <laughs> You'll be fine. Yeah. So I'm less of a road warrior now, which is great. So so now I'm really looking forward to <clears throat> to preparing my meals and to having them ready in the Tupperware and, you know, really taking this to the next level. I've been doing all right so far, man. I'm really, really happy with where my body's going. So Look, this is our third recording in your new place. And you feel, for the first time, I feel like you look settled and, like, your routine is, is you found your routine and you're not like looking for things everywhere. You don't seem scattered. Not scattered. It's been at a all. couple of weeks since you've, it's been a couple of weeks of like hecticness. I feel like. Oh yeah. Definitely. And so it's, you seem less of that. Today. Oh yeah. Yeah. And settled in at the new or settling in at the new gig too, which is nice, you know, cause it's rough to be at a new place and then be the new guy somewhere too and it's like a lot of different things going on and then um having to miss the gym a few days which is the one place where i feel like you know i you know know everybody i'm already immersed in that world so yeah you know so it's a lot of like newness but you're right that the way you described is exactly how i'm feeling like this past week at work it felt more like like i was already part of it instead of like oh the new guy mm -hmm. right and um and and here it's same thing. Like definitely, we're very settled in. So I'm happy, man. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. And and did you walk over here? I did. Awesome. And you're my neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. So we can't forget that. That's the whole theme. Uh, Lauren and I, we we keep telling ourselves we, or each other to tell ourselves, don't lose sight of what we're grateful for. Like don't lose sight of the things that make you that make us so happy when we first moved in. Don't, let's not be quick to take those things for granted. You Such know. as, um, so this uh, this apartment uh, is you can't hear anything from the outside world. It's extremely quiet. It's extremely quiet, and um, oh, I thought it was that. <laughs> um, and 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 so even the kids are like, they're like that. I sleep so well here. Like I sleep so deeply here. And Lauren and I feel the same way. Um, our neighbors are great. It's well, it's well put together. It's it's cool. It's cool, man. We're just you know just we can't. Was your you know. was your house before noisy? Um, yeah, it was a little noisy. It was it was on a busy street. Uh, we're on a busy street here too, but we have the sound, I guess, soundproof, whatever it is we have. But uh, but over there we didn't, so it was a little bit more noisy. But yeah, man, we're really. Really happy, so yeah. How are things with you? Uh, I'm like so so. Okay, I got sick again, so that's annoying. Oh man, I caught another like I caught the beginnings of another sinus infection, so I've been working on alleviating myself from that. Okay, David's also sick, so we're just not in like a happy, sunshiny place at the house, right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Um, the dog Samuel has a broken toe. Um, we took him to go, and then there's like he's been having seizures, so we were worried that he had uh, a brain tumor. 
but we took him to the neurologist yesterday and the MRI and the spinal tap came back clear. So it looks like he just has some sort of uh, version of like puppy epilepsy. Oh, man. And which I guess is like good news considering all of the other possibilities that, of, could, that could cause that. Right. But um, it's just like just kind of like a nuisances. Sure. Is what it is. Um, yeah. And that and that. Isn't that crazy that when that happens, it seems like all the things that occur are nuisances? It sucks because I was feeling really great, like training wise. I st- our gym is in, in order to prep for like the Wadapalooza thing. I've I'm committing myself to the 12 week prep program that the training oh. people do. So I'm doing the 12 week Wadapalooza prep with Team Soul Training. Oh, look at that! Yeah, and um, well, they, it's literally what it's called. It's it's like the 12 week. Cycle. I know, I know. Yeah. But, so I, but when I saw the when I saw their ad for it, I thought, well, this seems like a smart decision um, to make because I want to do well and I want to feel like I'm not doing anything else. I'm not. I didn't. It's it's gonna be fun, but I also like you know it's really fun when you do good when you do well. Yeah, yeah. for me especially, <laughs> you know. Um, and so I just, I said, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go back. I'm going to get back into that old routine of like waking up early in the morning and going to train with the guys in the morning. Um, and then seeing where that goes, which is a, basically a longer training session. And do you think that maybe, you know, kind of fed into you getting sick? Cause sometimes the adjustment of the body to do two a days or to do work, work out more. Sometimes it, it initially it breaks down your immune system before it builds it back up. I guess. I mean, it, it, I, I'm sure it does. I don't I don't doubt that any kind of, you know, any kind of change to the body or the routine would affect it in some way. Um, but it's just so annoying. Like, it's just annoying at this point. And I started, like, feeling the congestion, and then I felt the tickle in the throat, and I'm like, oh, here we go. But what I did this time that I didn't, that I didn't do last time was instead of, like, just jumping on, like, the CVS, like, bandwagon, um, I started to drink apple cider vinegar. Ooh, I've is, heard great things about doing that. I know, and I'm not. Listen, I'm not a Mercola.com like freak. What's Mercola.com? It is like a website that a lot of people who um, are into like homeopathic or like non, you know, westernized traditional pharmaceutical oh, okay. kind of uh, re- remedies. Right, the and anti-CVS. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah, like yeah. essential like, oils. Let's not go to CVS. So let's see what Mercola. Correct. Does. Dot com has to say. So and and I know this because my mom is very into that kind of like wellness. So I use it as a re- I keep it as a like a, it's always good to have like all sorts of resources. And so when antibiotics didn't work as well as I wanted them to last time, I um the Brazilian ones? No, they're just good old fashioned American oh, okay. made in the USA. America. You don't have any Brazilian ones? I don't have any Brazilian pharmaceutical. Oh, no, no wonder you're still feeling no. sick. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe they, listen, Brazilian antibiotics could, you know, make you feel better one moment and then trick you. Right. Next thing you know, you're texting me while you're driving about like something. Yeah. 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 And I'm I'm robbing a bank. Who knows? (laughs) And yeah, they're like psychotropic (laughs) antibiotics. Um, And I, uh, so I just like just Googled, um, you know, natural remedies for, Sinus infection and everything that came up was apple cider vinegar, apple cider vinegar. I was like apple cider vinegar and like nasal irrigation, which is annoying. But that is really annoying. It's I super hate annoying. that. I, I hate it. I fucking hate it. 
I do not. It does not feel good. I don't care what anyone says. Well, well, drinking <laughs> apple cider vinegar is not too far off either. That's kind of like, ugh. It's not terrible. No, it's not terrible. But Especially because like, you cut ugh. it with water. And, true. And you it's don't just like shoot it straight. Right. Oh, I do. I do. No, dude. Oh. Do, do just, like two little shot fingers into a glass with like all full of water, and then you drink the whole thing. Supposedly it has a lot, a lot of other like benefits. You should. There's people who do that daily. That there's they a, just have yes. it daily. The, it's like it, part of their supplement routine. Correct. Yeah. I am not one of those people. I use it just as like I'm feeling sick. Let me put it into my body. But I'll tell you this: is like it never my it never got worse. The infection never settled into my lungs, and I have been able to basically like continue training and like my normal routine without ever feeling like I got like any kind of other like opportunistic sickness. Like I didn't get a fever, I didn't get a cough, I didn't get a flu. I didn't. It all stayed fucking chill. I I literally felt that way. I started feeling it that way on Wednesday. I ran. I came home. No, I felt like the way Wednesday at the gym. So I went to the office. And I happen to have like apple cider vinegar pills, which are like, I guess it's like dehydrated stuff in like a little capsule. Right. So I started taking that. And as soon as I got home, I started drinking the tonic. Okay. And then from then on, it just never progressed. Thank God. Mm-hmm. I've just been in this like kind of like limbo stage of sort of congestion. Did you train Thursday and Friday? I, or I didn't. Well, Thursday was a kind of an, Thursday's an off day. Okay. So I used that day to run. So I ran on Thursday, but, right. but it was just like very like chill. I wasn't like sprinting. I wasn't like lifting any heavy weights. It was just like me on the runner. That's it. Okay. And then Friday was a full training session and we lifted and we did gymnastics and we did a workout and oh wow, yeah. And cool. I was able to do it all. Yeah. And then Saturday, yesterday we didn't do, sh- I didn't, I haven't done anything yesterday or today. I'm supposed to do a row today. Um, will you? I think I will. It's okay. only for it's only five thousand meters. Yeah. And oh, and you have a rower at home. And I have a rower at home. Oh man! So I want to row five thousand meters. Can I come official. over? Huh? Can I come over and row sure. five thousand? Uh, I yeah. just invited yeah. myself to your house. Yes. You can do it, <laughs> neighbor. Come on over. <laughs> yeah, just give me a key. Yeah. I'll, I'll just chill. 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 <laughs> Boundaries. Boundaries. Good job. Good yeah. job. I was just testing you. I was making sure. Listen, you, good uh, neighbors. Good fences make good neighbors. Yeah, they, you know, it's so it's true. It's a Robert though. Frost poem. Is it really? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, it's true. Oh, man. Especially, like, uh, culturally, you know, there's a lot of cultures that have this, like, open door policy kind of thing. And I'm like, no, that's I'm not cool with that. There's like, a lot of cultures that believe in hanging people because of the color of their skin. So, oh, I mean, that's, culturalism isn't necessarily, <laughs> like, the barometer for what makes good living. Did you get any comments about the last episode about the boomers and the snapping of the fingers? No, no. Okay. Boomers aren't our boomers. Don't listen to us. That's true. <laughs> no. Did you? Uh, no, no, no. Did you get any all. like heavy Gen Xers? Like, hey, Carlos, what the fuck? No, no, no. They just thought it was funny. They, 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 they what they? I think what um, they're like, man. Uh, one, one person was had an, a similar experience than I had when we were recording it, which was, man, I didn't realize that that was a thing. And then um, and then you had posted something on Facebook, and then you had tagged me in it, and then I reposted it, and then, you know, people were like, oh, my gosh, like, I didn't realize the whole, like, millennial boomer, you know, rivalry, and the Gen Xers are just kind of in the middle, you know, kind of observing, you know, that. So that was cool. That was cool that people are like, that we were, well, you opened up my eyes to that, and then through the podcast, other people's eyes yeah. were opened up to that. And it's just funny because there's so many great, great like posts and memes about it that I'm like, I can't get enough of it. It's, it's, it's hilarious. hilarious. It's yeah. really funny. It's absolutely hilarious. So um, 
so the so the training I saw you uh, I saw you on Wednesday and I didn't it was at a time where you're usually not training and I was like hey what's up and I didn't realize you were in the middle of a walk <laughs> I was on the bike right was I on the bike you were no hey, no no, no. A box yeah 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 you I was doing the box. that yeah and, and and I think did you walk up to me and I was like what's going on as I'm in the middle of like jumping on the box yeah yeah I was just like hey man so what's going on friend and 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 I'm like and then as I'm looking at you and I noticed that you're wearing your headband you're sweating. And then I saw you look at the clock, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just, I'm just gonna go fuck myself." Then. <laughs> I'm just gonna go change. I'm just gonna go change. Hi. And I'm like, okay. I didn't realize you were working out at three thirty. I don't know. We never talked about this. I thought we were talking about everything. Now, just kidding. Yeah, dude. I'm sorry. I didn't clear my uh, training schedule uh, with yeah, my training partner. Yeah, I need to be up to date. You know, so like that. You know, people. You know, I don't look stupid. There was something about the way that I finished the open that left me like feeling. A little meh really yeah i did but it's not i mean it's listen it's it, it's it's not surprising to me because i we've already established that i am a competitive person yes and so are. when i put myself in competition with other people who are like literally in my same age group and i start to do the math of like i've been doing this for so long like i should be at another level um that's one part of my brain and then the other part of my brain which is like the more rational side is like well george you haven't been doing this consistently for a very long time you just started all over again so you need to fucking chill yeah chill you need to fucking chill yeah take a break so the, the next the the next focus item is um the gauntlet correct yeah same here that's what i mean i'm recovering from this injury whatever this may be um i feel it's getting better so you know i think i'm gonna try to just naturally heal uh, and then, but yeah, all my focus is going to to the gauntlet for sure. Um, yeah, I, I I I finished the open strong actually, so it was a great. And and I'm hoping, like I texted you the other day, and I'm throwing it out there. Um, I'm hoping this is the last year that I do it scaled. So I'm really really hoping. So I'm cr- trying to create a plan where I go and and I, I, like you had told me. Uh, have a list of like skills mm-hmm. that I need to like you know put like a check mark once I achieve one. Uh, so you know there's like the strict handstand push-ups which I have once I get momentum going, but I can't just go on a negative, go all the way down and push myself back up. So I can I can get in the handstand position, go down and up, down and up, but I can't like from the headstand just push myself up. From really the get go, yeah, it's very very hard. So I want to achieve that. Then kipping, kipping handstand pushups. I, 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 it, it's my lower body is not connecting to my upper body. So like I'll kick, but it's like my upper body's like, oh wait, now, now, now push, right? So not working. I tried it the other day and didn't even get close. To I'm doing better strict handstand pushups than I am doing kipping handstand pushups at this point. Okay. Um, uh, muscle ups. Uh, I'm gonna try to get a bar muscle up in the next year. Good. Um, so there's there's th- so I'm gonna be focusing on that. You get um, like an easy task of doing this just to like to give you at least a roadmap is look at all the RX skills that were in the open for the last two years, and start to check off the ones that you have, and and then make a list of the ones that you don't have, and those are the things that you should work on. Yeah, for sure. You know, like you've. Wall balls, yes. You know, a 20-pound wall ball to a 10-foot target, a not a problem. Yeah. You, can you row? Yes, you can yeah. row. Uh, My stamina is pretty decent. Blah, you know, can you, are the, 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 the other, then it's like, 
for all of the barbell movements, are you able to lift those weights? Right. You know, so, so I might have to spend some time. Spend in the, some in the time working room. on some on some snatch and clean and jerk technique. Yeah. So that you can get that 185s and the 205s yeah. and the 225s. You should be able to clean and jerk well, 225. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, absolutely. I can do that. Oh, you can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, okay, but, but, but snatch is going to be a problem. We'll see. You know, we'll, but I'm going to work on it. So that's, I Good. have those goals. But this year, man, I was, so I had, um, this injury occur uh, last week, uh, and I I uh, took five days off, came back and did twenty point five on Monday, and I was like, man, I was like, this is gonna be horrible. Let me just do it so I could finish, and I ended up doing really really well. Like I ended up beating like you know it was one of the better times, um, and and I felt. You know, mind you, I was doing my wall balls all, with all my weight on one leg. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my left leg was like, there's no strength in my left leg. So, I was like, you know, I'm doing these wall balls, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I hope this over... You're doing pistols. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pistol wall balls. I, yeah. I hope this overcompensating doesn't, like, end up hurting me more. Because, you know, that could happen. Sure. You know, so I'm like, and I could feel, like, my back, you know, kind of tensing up. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, come on. Um, my pull-ups were super strong. Good. Super strong. Uh, my rowing was really strong. Uh, so, yeah. So, I was like, you know, I, I finished and uh, Laura, who was judging me, was like, 13, 13. I was like, oh, what? I was like, are you serious? She was like, yeah. I was like. Do you I, not look at the time when you're working out? Not on that one. Okay. I, 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 said it to my, I said it to my mind. I said, don't look at the time because you're injured. You're probably not going to do as well as you want to. And if you look at the time, you're going to make yourself miserable. You knew you were going to finish though, right? Oh, yeah. I okay. knew I was going to finish. But, uh, but in my mind, once I, I, I thought it was going to be over 14 minutes. Okay. And I didn't want to do over 14 minutes. So in my mind, I'm like, well, Carlos, it may, may very well be over 14 minutes because sure. this injury seems a little severe. This isn't like a little light, you know, kind of thing. Like it's really been like, you know, it's affected my sleep. It's I can't walk for long periods of time. So um, so in my head, I'm thinking, OK, like, let's be rational. This is not a light injury. And you're going to try to do 120 wall balls plus rowing. Do it wrapped. Right? I don't have it wrapped right now. I had it wrapped a few days ago. Good. Yeah. Um, so but. My body, it. my body cooperated, and, and I didn't look at the clock because I said I'm, I'm going to look up, and it's going to be like 15 minutes or 14 minutes. And I'm going to get super discouraged, and I'm going to get super pissed, and and I'm, I'd rather not feel those emotions. So I'm just going to finish it for the sake of finishing it, so I could say I finished the open. And lo and behold, 13, 13. I was like, woo, and then Whoa. and then I was in pain for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> And then I couldn't walk the rest of the day. That was it. That was like my... You're just like limping yeah, everywhere. That was my 13 minutes of athleticism. And then I just looked like a crippling viejo. Oh, you no. Know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worth it. Worth it. <laughs> totally, totally. Isn't that incredible? Yes. Like, so is that... Look at my hand right now. What is that behavior? I, how, how do we label this? I don't get this. I, I, I know... I know like... The, Dude, it's the chem. You know the the brain chemistry. Like achievement, like stimulates serotonin, which makes you feel better. So then you just chase the achievement. Exactly. Right. Like and it's this just is what the it is. form that we've Plus, chosen. Like, like and the cookies, like you you get like or the medals or the the the, the glory, all that stuff that like makes you feel yeah. great. Like it's awesome. Like I love those memes about the the when when your friend starts talking about CrossFit memes. 
And there's like memes. I don't know. I don't have memorized them, obviously. But there's memes where like, you know, it's like when, you're, when your friend just looks at you like you're crazy, like because you put yourself through all this pain and suffering. You know, like it's so funny on any given day, on any wad, to see that behavior where somebody's hand rips. Let me see your hand again. Yeah. So it's some, not bad. It's not bad. I was so, able to take care of it. And I've ripped enough times to know how to like manage that injury. Yeah. And your hand rips during a wad and you're bleeding. And then, you know, people are like, no, I got to keep going. I want to keep going. You know? And I'm like, oh my gosh, dude. Like, I mean, I definitely taped my hand and kept going. Yeah. Because there was happens. still a lot of working out to do. Yeah. And which movement were you doing? I was doing butterfly chest bar pull-ups. Oh. You have those. Yes. That's I mean, amazing. I have them as a skill. So there's a, there's, you have to, in context, it's, I have them as a skill, which means if we, like, we do something that I like about, about the training block that I'm in now is that it, it allows for a longer training session, which allows for the development of skills better. So there are workouts where it's, there's days where the workout is broken up into like a lifting portion, a gymnastics portion, and then, uh, then an actual like conditioning workout, right? So the lift will be like, we'll do back squats. So we'll do like, you know, 30 minutes of squatting there. And then you move on to another like 20 minutes of gymnastics work. Um, and so it was like, you know, you set a five minute clock and every minute on the minute you try to do five reps. So it becomes like repeatable. And then as you start to master that, as you start to master that week to week, you either decrease the amount of rest time or you increase the number of reps or you increase the actual skill. From Depending like, on the progress correct. of the movement. So if the goal is to get bar muscle ups, maybe you start with, you know, you know, you start with strict and then you go to kipping and then and you work your way up progressively. So that's kind of the idea of these of these time domains and just keeping to these clusters so that you like train the motor pattern, you train your body to work under fatigue. Do I have like butterfly chest of our pull-ups like in a workout? Not yet. Uh, not exactly. Not, not, yet. Yet, not yet. But you will. <laughs> but it's achievable. Like, Absolutely. I'm, I'm guess I'm I'm pretty confident that in like a year from now they'll be there. Those are majestic movements to me. I love the butterfly pull-ups. I love muscle-ups. I love, um, you know, like handstand push-ups. Like these are movements that to me they're just majestic. Like, it's they the look, gymnastics they look, part of CrossFit that it, I can that it's that keeps me coming back. It keeps you coming back. Yeah. It's so funny because. This is... It's well, definitely not the running. No, it's not the running. It ain't the running. <laughs> it's not the running. Down by the river. <laughs> it ain't the running down by the river. Did you get feedback on your um, desire to live in a van down by the river? No, nobody said anything. Everyone's just kind of <laughs> yeah, like... Everyone's hey, like yeah, because everyone's like... More power to you. <laughs> Call me when you're back living in a house because that ain't going to last long. <laughs> I thought of you because there's a show on... I think it's either HGTV or TLC. Have you seen it? It's called like Tiny House or Tiny Living. Okay. And it's a couple that goes to um, goes on the show, and their goal is to reduce all of the contents to their house to something that is like the size of a trailer, okay. so that they can now live on the road and take you know that's what they want to do. Right. They just want to like be able to like live in a van down by the river, and so these two one guy is like a. A, a contractor or an engineer of some sorts and the other guy is like like you know he's like the color personality of the show and together they build these couples a house or like a little a teeny tiny house and they're like fully set up really they're fully set so up so it's it's yeah it's with all like it's a fancy version of what a small house would be not like if like a, a, a you know regular joe goes and builds one for himself it's like one of these like reality tv like they yeah. set the house up 
for like how however ideal it With could like possibly be. With like systems and elevators and you know transforming modular furniture and right. yeah, it's like the aspirational version of okay. That. And how do they do? How do the people? Oh, they never do? follow up with you. They, oh, they, they, they give they you the just, prize and then they walk out. I'm sure everyone ends in divorce. That's oh, uh, yeah. Bo, what's wrong? Go lay down. Go lay down. What's wrong? Does he need to go out? I don't think so. Does he miss Lauren? Yeah, I think he just misses Lauren. Oh, it's all right. Go, 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 go lay down. I don't know if we'll edit this out. I don't know. Um, so we, so that, no, it, it, right now we're not too far off. I mean, we're like, you know, this is, no, I mean, this is like what, 950 square feet. So, but here's the thing. Follow Airstream. Follow Airstream uh, on Instagram. Uh, and I'll put it in the show notes. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so, because when people, when people have a hard time envisioning what Lauren and I want, but if you go to that IG account, then people get a better understanding. Like w- whenever I've shown somebody that IG account, they're like, oh, they like a bigger that. car though. Huh? You're going to get a bigger car. Oh, absolutely. That's, a, that's on the list. Okay. Absolutely. So, um, you're going to get a big truck. The, uh, what I was going to say, yeah, probably, or probably a forerunner. Oh, there you uh, go. Yeah. Uh, the, it's been really, um, psychologically, it's been really impressive how an injury really affects m- mood and, and especially with CrossFit because so many movements I can't do, um, and, and how bored I am doing like regular stuff. Like I've been doing yoga. And it's like I love yoga, but when you do it three days, or you do, it, I don't. To me, it's just not stimulating. Sure, you know. And it's like, oh, I get then, that. And then somebody the other day is like, well, you know, you're gonna have to get on a treadmill or, uh, you know, walk or go walk outside and get proper shoes, and you're gonna have to do like, uh, you're gonna have to basically strengthen your calf muscle. Like you're gonna have to do all these things. And I'm like, oh my god. Man. Yeah, rehab like, sucks. Rehab sucks, man. And it's re- that's the only thing that's been affecting my mood lately because it's like I, I either I look at the workout and I'm like I can't go, or I'm not going to go today, which is very unlike me because I'm the first guy that preaches you can always there's always something to do at the gym. You just have to walk through the door. That and I'm the, always the first guy to preach that, but I've kind of like. You, are you giving them an opportunity to at least modify the workout so that you're able to do it? What I no, I'm or are not. you just choosing to not go because you decided that you can't go? Right, because I'm like I'm injured and this sucks. Blech. Okay, so so I'm being a baby about it. Yes, yeah, and I need to cut that shit out. I mean, if you don't, if you want to feel better, I would say yes. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing stuff. I here. mean, if you want to enjoy being a petulant teenager, <laughs> it's kind of your go-to. <laughs> right, right. That's, that's been that's been my go-to lately. What's going on? <laughs> I wish there was video of that of what you just did. <laughs> I want, you need to have longer hair so that you can throw your bangs and just right, like right. soul around. Like, oh, gosh, whatever. Oh, God, I don't care. Like, what is that show, Daria? Do you remember that show, of Daria? Of course, dude. That was a great show. It was. Man. Yes, that and all that's becoming cool again. All that's becoming like. Well, I mean, culture recycles about every eighteen to twenty years. That's so crazy. That's why this nineties looked like the seventies. That's that's. But it's so odd. It's so crazy to be on the... 
On the old man side of it? Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, on the Moaka side of it. Yeah. Yeah, like what, like my kids are into it now, you mm-hmm. know? I'm like, you know, my, like, my kids are like, hey, you ever heard of a movie called Space Jam? I'm like, wow. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know? And like all this other like cool, like, you know, the Looney Tunes <laughs> stuff is like becoming, because you know, when we were growing up, Looney Tunes uh, thing had a resurgence. Yes. And now there's another one coming up. Yes. You know, and I'm like, this is incredible, dude. This is so fun, man. My mom, I remember my mom dropping me off for middle school and seeing all of the girls wearing like platform shoes, bell bottoms and clogs and saying, "Ugh, we did it first. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, well, that, and that's like, how I feel. Uh, and I mean, and and my response was something to the effect of like, "Yeah, but we did it better." Right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's not. It's not. Maybe it's a little vintage, but it's definitely updated. It's not right. the same. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, got a it's, new twist. It's, it's got more modern. Twist. It's a modern version of that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's with true. music, it's awesome. With music, it's so cool because six years ago, I would play a, a '90s grunge song, and everyone was like, "Oh, lame, viejo," right? And then now, like, everyone's like, I love that song. Oh, my God. Like, really? How many right. Pearl Jam 10 songs do you have on your repertoire now? None. Oh, really? No, I only play one You Pearl guys, Jam everyone song. who's listening, I want you to know that I've told Carlos that he sounds like Eddie Vedder's doppelganger. Yeah. And he doesn't receive it, but I think it's because he's tone deaf. <laughs> he clearly doesn't have a good ear. Never mind how good his voice is when he sings, but they well, sound exactly the same. Yeah, we, we do sound. We have uh, very, twins. Very You're Eddie similar. Vedder. Very similar. You are Eddie Vedder. He's definitely more rugged than me. I have a little bit more of a like a more cleaner voice. He's more. He's more like. What was the song that I told you that you guys sound the same on? Was it Oceans? Know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah it was. So good. I was listening to it, texting you, thinking to myself, like, this is you, Carlos. You can't tell me that this is not your voice. It's really incredible. Maybe you were 12 when it recorded yeah, it. No, no, it's incredible because what we've done um, in the past is... Everyone stop this recording. Go and download or stream... Uh, oceans or even flow and then close your eyes and you can't tell me that it does not sound like fucking Carlos Escanilla singing yeah. any song. No, no, no. It's true. It, it, I, we do sound very, very, very similar. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it's, okay, it's and crazy. Now, now put the recording back on. There, there. Yeah, yeah. Come back to it. <laughs> Come back to Don't it. Don't get now. lost in a, in a Pearl Jam uh, <laughs> yeah, deep dive. Yeah, that could happen. That could happen. No, I, I, I it, it, there was a time where I was, I remember I was recording and the producer there was this this conversation came up where you know the the guitar my guitar player was like you know is there a way that you can like not sound like Eddie Vedder and I said <laughs> and I said dude I go I go you're confusing you're confusing the two it's not that I sound like Eddie Vedder it's that I have a similar way of singing so Eddie Vedder and, sounds and, like me well well I'm a, I'm a, you know I'm a baritone and and so is he and then he just does it in like this more rock way and then so anyway we were in the perfect scenario because the producer was like he doesn't. He, he, he sings like Eddie Vedder. He doesn't sound like Eddie Vedder. And I was like, and the guy's like, oh, what's the difference? So what we did is they had me record a piece of Alive. So they had me record the piece of Alive. And 
and then they compared it. And then he played the producer played both at the same time. And you could hear the difference. It or you was could a, see it was the a difference. tremendous difference. Okay, it was a tremendous difference. But I mean, you could sound like him if you wanted to. Oh, if I wanted to, yeah, you like could the mimic. way I just imitated him. Yeah, yeah like the, the way Chris Pratt does in Parks and Rec. Have you ever watched Parks and Rec? I did. Okay, so Chris Pratt, that's like his thing. Like he he like imitates grunge artists, and his main one. He doesn't say it on the show, but but you could tell that he's like always like imitating Eddie Vedder and I was more like of a fan this. of his when he was with Anna Ferris. You were, or you I was more of, a fan of more of a fan of his when he was like seemingly like funny and chubbier. Yeah, the chubbier Chris Pratt. Correct, not the I'm married to a Schwarzenegger Chris Pratt. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Why is that bad? It's not bad. I just <laughs> like your I'm, face just uh, said it was it's bad. Not, it's not bad. I mean, love is love. So <laughs> who am I to criticize? You know, someone's love. But I was definitely more of a fan of his when. He was Anna Ferris. Yeah, yeah. Well, Anna Ferris is awesome. She is. She is so awesome. Yeah, and so hot. She's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, I always thought so. Just Friends is one of my favorite movies. Oh my gosh, with Ryan more, Reynolds. More. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. With <laughs> that is a great movie. It's really great. Yeah, she steals that whole movie for me. It, and is, is that considered a holiday movie? I would say so. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm. I'll probably watch it today. I'm gonna watch it today. It's not Christmas yet. Okay, so let's get into this let's, now. Okay, let's do it. Let's ding, do ding, it. Ding, let's, let's, ding. Let's, let me Round one. Let's do this. Let's do this. Are you are you are you a after things after after Halloween? It's Christmas time. Do they know it's Christmas time? Oh, good job. Sorry, guys. Sorry. That's that. Is that wham? I believe so. Yeah. I really believe so. Yeah. Do they know it's Christmas where... Oh, wait, no, wait. I'm sorry. Let me do the edit. Time at home. Christmas time at home. Where is it? Go ahead. Keep. So is so, it or is it not? So where George and I live in Coral Gables, the main street is called Miracle Mile. And on Miracle Mile, all the trees are lit up and there's big Christmas ornaments hanging from all the trees. And it's absolutely beautiful. And then in the park by the um, City Hall, uh, they're already putting up the huge Christmas tree with the little Christmas park that they do every year. So... This morning, I go with my youngest son, Matthew, and we're driving down the mile and and, and Miracle Mile. And oh, oh, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Do it again. Do it again. Round one. Round one. And we're driving and I go, Matthew, look. I go, check it out. Look at all the ornaments on the trees. And, and, you know, and I go, it's Christmas. And he's like, too soon. And he goes, well, what about Thanksgiving? And I was like, well, I mean. Thank you. Thank I was you, like, Matthew. Well, I, I go, well, isn't that like all together? It's like all together. And he was like, no, Bobby. It's not. It's a completely different color it's scheme. Complete, is it really? Of course. Okay, wait, wait. Let's not go. Hold, let's hold on to that part. Pin in it. Okay. And so I'm like, what What I've gotten annoyed with. So there's a nut. For those of you that don't live in Miami, there's a nut. There's a park called Santa's Enchanted Forest. And, and, and it obviously opens up for Christmas time. But every year they open it and they start it earlier and earlier and earlier. And in my opinion, they were pushing already the envelope last year because they opened up on Halloween Day. And this year they opened up October 30th. They didn't even let Halloween pass. 
and Santa's Enchanted Forest just opened right up. So that I have more of an issue with. But yes, guilty, I put Thanksgiving and Christmas together as one. For me, all of November and all of December is the holidays. But then there's a color scheme aspect to this. Can you tell me more about that? Yes. Okay, please. Because I'm curious. Um, I don't know when the first day of winter is, but I definitely think it's after Thanksgiving. Mm. So there's a seasonal difference here. Because to me, Thanksgiving is still autumnal. Uh, we're not, autumnal? Yeah. Okay. And not winter. Okay. We're not in a winter wonderland in Thanksgiving. Okay. We're still autumn leaves. Okay. We're still falling. We're falling into winter, but we're not in winter. Got it. Got it. Okay. And so Christmas falls into winter. I see. Yeah. Christmas and New Year's go together. Yeah. But in Miami, we don't see any of those differences. Which I just... Okay. I'm just, all right. I'm just saying... I, Sometimes you have to it's feel not those differences like, to like, yeah, uh, and there's know, like take and, it in. You know, there's just like Starbucks already got rid of the pumpkin spice latte. I don't think I was ready to let go of pumpkin spice just yet. Damn, already? Yeah, it's gone. Holy shit. Gone. Yeah, that's a little. Gone. Also, everyone who everyone who goes into like any kind of um, drugstore, Walgreens, they're cramming those holidays down on you like two weeks before they even start. Damn, you're right. You know, so it's basically like, it'll be Valentine's Day in two days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the, the Christmas is done already. So when... They moved on to... When is the proper time to start enjoying Christmas? I mean, it's, listen, it's, it's, it's whatever, whatever know, you get into. But, but, I, don't, I, like, just ordered my... Uh, I finally finalized our Thanksgiving, like, guest list for okay. the people that we're going to have over. Nice. And I ordered our, our Thanksgiving meal from Ooh. whole foods nice so I'll i can't be, wait to try that it's That's awesome. gonna be great uh, what time should i come over you should i should should have told me because i would have ordered more <laughs> you have family stuff all kidding. of you people with like real families here in miami <laughs> going over real your families. homes and resenting each other i mean spending t- spending, t- t- spending time <laughs> with each other silently judging i mean you know enjoying each other's company I refer back to episode 17 Algo por ahí. yeah <laughs> That was a good episode. Yeah. We talked about that. For sure. <laughs> I really enjoyed talking about that. Um, I Okay. So Whole Foods, that's going to be yummy, though. It's man. delicious. It's, I would, there was one year that I wanted to do it all myself, um, and then I did it, and I thought, well, that was a lot of work for nothing. Not for nothing. Yeah, it was for nothing, especially because other people make it so well. And so I went online, and I ordered it from Whole Foods. And it's fucking amazing. It all comes in this nice little box with like the turkeys individually wrapped and all the sides are wrapped. And all you have to do is heat everything up according to their instructions. Nice. And it comes out fucking perfect. I love that. It is great. Wow. This year I added on a side of corn stuffing. Delicious. And a chocolate pecan pie because I've been craving chocolate pecan pie for like three weeks now. Oh, my God. And I'm not going to go out and get it. So I'm going to like, I'm going to wait for Thanksgiving to have it. Good. Yeah. Way to delay gratification. Yeah. So um, do you like Christmas songs? Do you like Christmas music? I like Mariah Carey. All I want for Christmas is you. That's the only one? The greatest Christmas song ever. Is that the greatest Christmas song ever? Ever. Ever. It is perfect. There is just one thing I need. Sing one and And I I tell I and I challenge you to find one that's better. Oh man, I but the thing is is that I'm an oldies guy. I mean for me, uh it's uh 
What, Bing Crosby? Yeah. The weather outside is frightful. That is a terribly problematic song. I know. Yeah, isn't it? Like, depressing? In two, no, in 2019, all she wants to do is leave, and he won't let her. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot no, that's another the, one. No, no, no. Baby, it's cold outside. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Rapist. Oh, yeah, creepy. Total. Oh, man. Let her no. leave. Yeah. I'm just going to enjoy the song for the holidays, and then on January 1st, I'm going to be like, that's a horrible song. Problematic. Yeah, that song is only allowed to be played between December 1st and December 25th, and that's it. I mean, never? Never is better. Never is better. Uh, Mariah Carey's the best one. Ever. 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 She is the queen of Christmas. So did, did, did you ever watch Love Actually? Of course. Of course. Of course, and because you love that movie? I, I don't know how I came to watch it, but I did, and I loved it. And now, whenever it comes on, I watch it. I I love those type of movies. Lauren likes dark, really fucked up movies. You know, but like dark how? Like like dark, like just like. And some she loves movies where like there's little dialogue. Like, like the movie. Have you seen the movie Doubt? No, I haven't. It's the one with Meryl Streep, and she plays a nun, and um, Philip Seymour Hoffman plays a priest accused of... I know which movie you're talking about. And I that movie's super dark, it. yeah. but it's not like, you know, de- it's not demonic. Okay. No, no, no. Not like, no, I don't mean like, demonic. Like, The like, Exorcist and, no, like, no, no. like she, The she Exorcism of Emily Rose. That movie was... Oh, yeah. I, 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 like, I like movies like Love Actually, you know? And I just think maybe that's just because, like, yeah, you compensate. Because, like, I guess maybe in my line of work you know i kind of like when i'm not working i like to like not all movies like love actually work though love actually i think was a very special one that has like a great ensemble cast with a bunch of different storylines that kind of tied loosely together some of those movies don't always work like there was one called valentine's day that didn't work awful yeah, and there was another one, New Year's Day. There's one for every. Something, there's one called yeah. New Year's Day with Didn't like Ashton work. Kutcher, I think, is in it, and uh, yeah, it was not 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 good. Love, but Love actually is good. Yeah, that's that your favorite holiday movie. Uh, I mean, sure. What other holiday movies are there? So that would be your favorite holiday movie. Because, and also, the Mariah Carey song is in that movie. It is. Yes, it is. Full circle. It all comes together. It is. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't feel the same way about the Mariah Carey song. Well, you're not a Lambly. I'm not a what? A Lambly. What is that? That's her fans. She calls her fans her li- her lambs, so they're the Lamblies. Really? Yeah. Why did she call them that? Because she's. Are you a Lambly? I mean, not officially. No. How do you? Mean? I mean, I'm not part of like the official Mariah Carey fan club called the Lambleys. Oh, like, I don't okay. pay a membership to be part of her fan club. Oh, okay. Like or like the Rihanna Navy. Really? Yeah. Her. She calls the 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 official Rihanna the Rihanna stands are they're called she calls them their her Navy. That is narcissistic. Huh. I mean, there's a certain level of narcissism to be like an elite level pop star. I'd say. Good point. You know, like, like Anna Ferris and Just Friends. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You have to really love yourself. Who's the hottest pop star now? Uh, I would say Ava Max, but people don't really know who she is. So, it depend- question would be like, how do you define it? But I don't know. Like right now, I think Ariana Grande is having a huge moment. Uh, people are yelling at me in the. Actually, no one who listens to this podcast is yelling at me right now because they all think pop stars as like Lady Gaga. Right. 
who hasn't put on a new album in years. Uh, but she was in that that what's it called? Star. I mean, Born. she's Star is Born. Tremendous. Yeah. Out. You know, huge. Right. And tra- travesty that Bradley Cooper didn't win the Best Actor Oscar, yeah. even though Rami Malek was very good as. Um, Freddie Mercury in that Queen movie, I still think that Bradley Cooper's role was better. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I never saw that. I never saw Stars Born. Or is, that, is that what it's called, right? A Stars Born. You need to watch it. I know. And every time I play a gig, everyone's like, do you know that song from Stars Born? I'm like, I haven't even seen the movie. You will appreciate like, all of that music more if you watch the movie. Really? Shallow is a great song. And I didn't like it as much as I did until I saw the show, until I saw the movie. Okay. And then I saw the movie, and now anytime it comes on, I'm just like, we're watching this. Okay. I don't know why I wasn't so turned on by the whole, you know, movie. A lot of people have it's been. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. It's huh? a great, it's that good. great fucking movie. Man, it's a really good fucking movie. I'm Especially watch if you're it. a person who, like, you with your like your understanding of like what it is to like tour and travel and perform and uh, all that kind of like behind the scenes vibe of. Of that is great, and the dialogue—it's written great. Bradley Cooper did an amazing job directing it. That's a, that's Gaga the third—that's the third make of that movie. Uh, so the, there's another one with Chris Christopherson and Barbara Streisand. Correct. And then the one before that, the original—I forgot. I forgot. Judy yeah. Garland. Judy Garland. Yeah. 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 So I um. All right, I'm gonna watch it. You should now, watch it. there's this artist now called. I'm gonna get this wrong. Lizzo. She's great. She's, so what's, what is she considered a pop artist? I'd or? say so. I'd say she's crossed over. She's huge. Yeah. Yeah. And she she's was an R- I would say she was an R&B artist, like an R- a hip-hop R&B artist okay. who crossed over into pop. I mean, Truth Hurts is a fucking banger. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I've been she's out, great. out of touch with that, with pop and, you know, all that right But do now. you like pop music? I'm not opposed to it. I like all music. I really, I really like all music. You'd be surprised. You don't love pop music, though. No, not love. Yeah. No, no, not love. You know. I and love. I love pop music. You do? Yes. And 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 I love pop music throughout time. Like you can go, you can look at the history of like, at least this country, and see what's on what's the top of the pop charts and have an idea of like culturally what's happening. Most of, like, when I do, like, those mixes, those, like, 70s mixes, 80s mixes, 90s mixes that I've done, what I'll do is I usually end up, like, researching, like, the Billboard Hot 100 of that year and just kind of pulling from that those lists. And then if there's something that I want deeper, I'll, like, go in, like, week to week, like, all 52 weeks and see what are, like, the best of the, like, those top 10 hits. And you make good playlists. And then they're just, it just, it's a sound. And then some of them are, like, obscure and you go, you go deeper. But, yeah. And that's why the 90s had, like, you look at the 90s, and the 90s sounded so, so, so weird. Yeah. It just it evolved from, like, the early part of the 90s had, like, an entire, like, you come out of the 80s where there's a big, like, heavy metal kind of, like, rock sound, which is, like, that arena rock sound. Yeah, the hair bands. And that transition, and then that, that all gets thrown basically into the garbage by fucking Nirvana. Overnight. Like, they... <gasps> Overnight. They cease to exist. Like the sound of music, complete the sound of music, the sound of music. Great was, movie. Wait, hold. I have a. I need to put a pin in this because I need to come. You need to remind me to come back to the sound of music because there's a really funny fact about that movie. Is it changes? It it all of it changes, and I'm and I know that it has to do with like you know socio political cultural dynamics, 
uh, the music usually reflects what is going on in the world. Um, so yeah. yeah, that was. That and was then the you most... have the rise of hip. You have the rise of like hip hop R and B. Yeah, which had never existed. I mean, it didn't exist to that level. That sound didn't exist. That was a great like for like I am so I feel honored. I feel really proud to have like been directly impacted by that. Like I was so I was in like I I'll never forget that I had bought this Poison uh, album yes. and and it was the the but the the main single of the later one of the later albums was a song called Unskinny Bop. Yeah. And I remember listening oh, to and, and and I remember listening to it and also I was 11 so I'm going from you know I'm in that in between stage from child to teenager tween whatever and and i i knew that that this that i had outgrown this i'm looking at these guys with makeup on and the hair and i'm like you know and, and even then i was never into it i was always into more soul because that's what my dad played in the background a lot of motown mm-hmm. a lot of motown was being played um a lot of bgs was being played mm-hmm. and you know in the background so and that's where I, you know michael jackson you know uh, before he got himself into trouble before uh, it was problematic yeah and and i mean so much soul i grew up with so much soul but like i you know, but then I, you know, like every kid in, in my grade, you know, we were listening to Bon Jovi and we were listening to Guns N' Roses and we were listening to, to Poison. And anyway, so that, so I watched the music video for Unskinny Bop and it was the cheesiest, worst thing I've ever seen. And the way I remember it, and I know it didn't occur this way, but the, but it feels like it did. The way I remember it is that I had that thought. I looked at that video and I said, I, I don't know what this is. This is stupid. And. I feel like the next day I saw the video to Smells Like Teen Spirit and I was like, this is where it's at. This is the shit right here. And, and you I were never... shaped by video music too. Yeah, I absolutely. Didn't, we didn't have MTV, so I never saw, I didn't have it readily available. I used to have to go over to like my neighbor's house to watch MTV. Okay. Um, that was the first, did you ever, did you get into the first real world? No, I only got into the real world in when it was in San Francisco. That's okay. when I first started. So that was the second one. Third, I think. That was the third one? Yeah. Okay. So the, 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 all, that, all, all, that were, all that combined for me, it all came together all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then it was, um, it, was, it was crazy. It was crazy. I mean, think, I mean, it's like the most formative part of like you're really starting to you, – you've reached the – you're now what, 14, 15 at this point? I mean, yeah, Spell I mean, Night no, no, like Teen Spirit comes out in 92. I was like, like 91, 12. 92. We were in middle school. Yeah, when I was 12 years out. old. Yeah. And then I remember um, my, my older cousin said, hey, I went to this show at the Cameo. And there was this band there. And I really think you'd like them because... Um, it's not a hair band, and the guy sings like like more soulful, and I think you'd like it, you know. So she she lets me borrow the demo tape that they sold at the show, and it was Pearl Jam. Yeah, and I was like, I, I remember I go, this is the most amazing. This is exactly what I needed because it was a combination of rock with soul, and then to learn later that Eddie Vedder also had a similar upbringing. You know, a lot of Motown, a lot of you know, a lot of like that um, R&B, more soulful background. 
that he merged into the rock. And a lot of people don't know that. I, know I mean, that. he was into punk and he was into, he was a huge punk fan, big, big fan of Rancid, big fan of like, you know, he had that side of him, but he grew up listening to a lot of, um, you know, Motown and soulful music. And so, and he just merged it. He just merged the two worlds together and it was fucking brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. And then unfortunately he got stigmatized, you know, by his voice and you know with the years people are like oh his voice is so annoying and oh i can't stand it and you know this and that i didn't know that yeah 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 he's like oh, i mean it's so it's iconic has, so it's an easy and, like it's low hanging fruit such a bad job imitating him you know because because they just focus on like the few songs where he's like but he doesn't sing like that at all <laughs> you know what i mean anyway yeah so um and but the I digress. The point is that man to 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 have seen that and then enter the '90s with that was just so. It was such a honor, a pleasure. Like I'm so proud to have been directly impacted by that. You know. Um, so the, the 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 yeah the '90s were were fantastic in that sense. Dude, you sound so old right now. I know. That's what my parents used to say. Our time was the best time. No, I'm not saying that either, Like, you're though. just so, like, you sound, there's a little bit of, like, there's a hint of, like, sadness in your nostalgia. Oh, no, 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 Maybe no, I'm no, just no, no. projecting. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean to project that at all. I was just, I'm, I'm happy that I was part of it, but it wasn't the ideal time. Do you know when I discovered 10? 10 was the album, that the program's yeah. debut album. I discovered 10 the summer of 92 when I'm in Guayaquil, Ecuador. Nice. Yeah, and... It had Jeremy comes out, comes on the whatever the the music video channel was there because my grandparents had fucking music television. And so I'm watching it. I'm like, this sounds so good. So I ran back then. I um, my mom and dad were very uh, protective about like what went into like my eyes and my ears. They're like, protect the eyes, protect the ears, protect the private parts. That was like their mantra. And so. Um, anytime I wanted to like to listen to music, if my mother saw that fucking Tipper Gore parental advisory sticker on it, it got thrown away. I received like Use Your Illusion one and two as a gift from a friend, like a Secret Santa, and my mother took the tape out of my room and pulled the ribbon out, so that I wouldn't be able to hear it. Really? Yeah. She like she was not gonna allow me to yeah. like listen to stuff that she deemed you know inappropriate for somebody <sighs> my age. Such a good album. Yeah. I know. Such a good album. And like fucking fascist. Yeah. <laughs> so pop was the safer way to go. Well, I mean, it was all, I mean, it's, that was it. Like if I had to, like, I was, if it had the sticker, I wasn't able to listen to it. Like there was like Madonna albums that I wasn't able to listen to because it had the fucking sticker, you know? So I would just like, no, I, people would talk about it at school. Like this is such a, you know, this is great. Or it'd be like, it'd be, I'd hear about it on, you know, the news or whatever. And I'd run to go get it, and I'd look at the sticker, and I'd be like, "Well, put it back." Right. Big oh, Madonna fan, right? You're a big. She, I mean, fan. major. She was great. She was great. She was great. I mean, we 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 cover like a prayer, and it's a, ma- that's it, a, it's a great like it's we have such a great time playing it, and you see people enjoy it. So all ages, sure, all ages. That song comes right? out earlier though. That comes out in the eighties. That was like an 88, yeah. 89 song. Yeah, dude, but ten didn't have the sticker. Ten didn't have the sticker. Ten did not have the parental it, advisory. So when I pulled it out and I saw no fucking sticker, I was like, it's coming home. It's coming home. It's going to make it past 
you know, should they it, just stop should it had the sticker? I don't, I don't care. None of them right, should have had the right, sticker. Yeah. Honestly, I don't think any of them should have had the fucking sticker. Right, yeah. I think that's so wrong. Yeah. But I, I was like, oh, it'll get past the Gestapo of my right, parents. Right. So I put it in and I listened to it. And that just was like, well, that was in my, back when we had Walkmans. Ooh. Remember? Yeah, yeah. I had a Walkman. And so it was like that had it. I had that one made it through. Green Day. Dookie made it through. Nice. Um, Yeah. Ugly Kid Joe. Ugly Kid. <laughs> I hate everything about you. That was kind of what seventh grade and eighth grade sounded like to me. Yeah. It was that. It's funny that we had similar experiences, but you were definitely more into pop. Sure. Yeah. Right. That was, uh, you know, the, the, so pop artists, the, the, the main pop artists of the 90s. Go. I mean, I would listen to, I mean, Janet Jackson. Yes. Uh, for sure. Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey, for sure. Boys to Men. Boys to Men. Or were they... With, See, I, that's where I get lost. I get lost because pop. Oh, and here's another thing. Sorry, I don't mean to like derail, but really quick, like I, for some reason, it was under, and it could be very like self-imposed, but I was under the belief, or I fell for this, that like it, that pop. I always associate it with people like in their teens and twenties being into. Well, I mean, it's the mass market of like I guess the the, the biggest consumer of of popular things is the consumer grab that most companies I think want are that 18 to 35 okay number because it's like I think it presents like the biggest um, influential group of people usually sure um, that kind of like it makes sense you know yeah so you want the 18 to 35 that's kind of like what all the TV shows go after that was like the friends world and all that stuff um, so when you think of what's when when people look at demographics, I think that's the group that they want to appeal to the most. It's the broadest one, um, the one that's like the most, I guess, homogenous in their thinking and their. So you can appeal to that bro- that big broad group. And they'll spend. Yeah. They'll spend. That's the that's the age group where they'll get their parents to spend, and they'll be old enough to like have jobs and yeah. spend without obligations of family or kids. Or and anything like when like you look that. at like pop music, you, there's there's things that can cross into it that aren't necessarily meant for it to be. You know, like an artist like Madonna has always been a pop music or has always done popular music. You know, it's always pop has always been her her shit. But like when you look at artists like. Mariah Carey, who starts off as a pop artist, but then heads into R and B, she still crosses into it because she is so well liked. Yeah. So songs like, um, fantasy, like, like fantasy, which is a definitely more of an R and B song, um, got well, you know made it onto the pop list. I mean it, that whole those were, album. Those were good songs. You know what? There was drama that she had with. She stopped going to the Grammys. For like a really long time, she boycotted the Grammys because that album comes out, which I guess is, I, I guess it's fantasy. It's the one that has "Always Be My Baby." It has right. fantasy. It has um, the one with the boys to men. Oh the yeah, lyric, uh, one sweet day. Yeah, that album comes out in like '94, so I guess it becomes eligible for all the awards in '95, which is a huge year in music. That's like the Alanis Morissette "Jagged Little Pill" album came yeah, out that year. Dude. I think that the Hootie album was out that year. Um, there was a ton of shit out that year. And so she was nominated for like, I don't know, a fi- 17,000 Grammy Awards and got shut out. Like, she didn't win anything. That's fucked Joni up. Joni Mitchell beat her out for something. Like, there was all these obscure artists that the Grammys sometimes just have a tendency of like awarding. Aww, and you're just Mariah. like, what the fuck? Sorry, so she was Mariah. like, she was like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you, I'm out. And the rumor is is that the I guess the Grammy, uh, you know how they're like, I want to thank the Academy or whatever. Like the Academy had it in for Tommy Matola, 
and Sony Music because none of the Sony artists won that year. Oh, yeah. that's fucked up, dude. Yeah. That album still holds fucking water today. That hey, album is that, so that good. album is really good. Really, really good. It really is. You sm- you mentioned Hootie and the Blowfish. I always make a joke. I say Hootie uh, Darius Rucker, the singer of Hootie and the Blowfish, sounds more like what Eddie what people make Eddie Vedder make you know make him out to sound like than Eddie Vedder himself. <laughs> Yeah, the dolphins. The dolphins make me cry. It's so funny because I'm like, every time somebody imitates Eddie Vedder, I hear Darius Rucker. I think of Eddie Vedder and I... We come from different worlds. I think of the Hootie and I automatically think of Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh, yeah. But it's not. It's not. It's two different guys. It's two different guys. I just think of Hootie and the Bullfish and then I automatically think of Cuba Gooding Jr. And then I think of Jerry Maguire and then I think Show Me the Money. Yeah, which came out in 95. Yeah. Yeah. Hootie and the Bullfish goes on to win um, Best New Artist and never releases another thing. And they beat Alanis Morissette that year for that that. Uh, award. Damn, that's a shame because that was that jagged little pill. Jagged little pill was, was the soundtrack insane. of my junior in high school. That was a gr- truly great album, and 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 there's um, so here's a question that it's been bugging me, and it's been bugging a lot of like contemporaries of ours when it comes to music. Why isn't any aside from pop? Well, even even then, I think pop might be struggling. Why isn't a lot of the artists and a lot of their songs holding up. Like they why do. like why isn't there like this pocket of or maybe it's because of my age where I'm used to having a pocket where the music industry tells you what you need to be listening to and now we don't have that because now it's been so spread out with Spotify artists and SoundCloud artists. Do you how do you consume music today? Spotify. How do you what do you how do you how do you find new music? All right, so I'm horrible at it. Lauren's a lot better at it. Uh, me, I just um, because someone tells you. Yeah, yeah, or it's in my Discover Weekly, oh, and you listen to that. I do. Okay, I do, and then I'll, I'll, I've been starting now because I see the benefit. Because Lauren's been doing this for like four years, and it's like it's so scary. Like Spotify knows Lauren better than Lauren knows herself, and Lauren is always like being introduced to great music that she enjoys because she has tailored it for it to work that way for the algorithms to kind of play it to her favor. And I'm like, man, I'm gonna start doing that. So I go to these playlists and a song that I like, I put thumbs up, you know, thumbs up, thumbs down, whatever. And I, I kind of, I'm starting to tailor it. But yeah, I, I have been presented with some pretty good, you know, some pretty good bands. Um, you know, there's been there's a band that came out that was like I think eight or nine years old now, um, and but still their music is great called the Silver Sun Pickups. Yep. They're fantastic. Yep. So good. I think they're going to be you at know? Riptide. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there's, and then they're eight or nine, eight or nine years old now. I mean, or even maybe even 10 as far as like mainstream other than, you know, I don't know all together as a band, but, um, but that's how I consume music. Yeah. Spotify, YouTube. You know, I was YouTube much more music. into like no, getting to know new music artists. I would say 10 years ago when like, alternative when alt music got it started getting popular with like you know these bands like these like new wave synthy bands that got uh got really popular um that was like this like it was like kind of like a dancey kind of rock like mgmt like mgmt like copy like foster uh, phoenix like foster the foster the people foster the people uh the xx yeah uh, phoenix is great churches 
um, Florence and the Machine. Florence and the Machine. You know, all these bands that came out. You know, I cover one of her songs. They're tremendous. And people get like really into it. It's uh, uh, heavy in your arms. Um, and, and people just like. They're like they love they yeah. It's just very good loved. good music it that really, really gets everybody. I like to. I honestly I do love to dance. So if a song can make me want to get up and like bop, like if I'm like snapping my tapping my toes, snapping my fingers, shaking my head to a song, I know it's a good song. Right. Um, and then there's a song by Arcade Fire that sounds like ABBA, um, and it's so good. Yeah. It, it's so good. And it, it was perfect because the first time I ever heard that song, I was with my dad, who's an ABBA fan. Uh huh. And and my dad's like. Did ABBA come out with a new album? And I was like, no, this is this is a a, a band called Arcade Fire. And he's like, are you serious? And my dad, like, I think he texted me. You know, they, they're in Chile. He texted me a, a couple weeks ago. He's like, what's the name of that band that has that song that sounds like ABBA? Yeah. And I and I texted him the song, and he's like, oh, he's like, I love this song. You know which one I'm talking about, right? Maybe. It starts. It opens up with. I'm not really big into Arcade Fire. I never got. I know that they have a huge draw and people love them, but I was never that that into them. Yeah, so they get crazy. a little folksy for me. Oh yeah, yeah. But I, mean, I love like LCD sound system. LCD sound system. I love. Uh, uh, did you get into the Flaming Lips? No, I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> okay, I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm just. It's a really bad <laughs> okay. vagina reference. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god. There you okay. are. There we go. <laughs> Fuck Carlos. What'll <laughs> leave me out here stranded. Sorry, I get the humor and now I get <laughs> All right, so I'll take that as a yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Correct. No. I'll Maybe there's a lot of things that there's a lot of bands that the name is familiar to me, but I think I don't know them and then I hear the song, I'm like, Oh yeah, I do know that song. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How would you recommend people of our age group to not get stuck? And you do you do you know what I mean? I you know listen I do. You, it all comes down to willingness. If you're a person who wants to like get to know things, neuroplasticity. You the information is available to you out there. You know, and you need to learn how to use it. Listen, I was on Apple Music for a very long time because I found it very simple to use. Most of, if not all of Apple's like like applications and software programs very are very easy to use. And so it kind of like it's intuitive in the way that you use it. You search, you add, you're done. Um, but when then I downloaded Spotify because that's what we use at the gym. And so I wanted to be able to listen to the music that I like at the gym. But I never understood how to use it. It took me a while to figure out how to use Spotify. It was not a simple thing. I get it now. And I use it heavily. More, actually use it more now than I do the Apple stuff. But um, it's a matter of like wanting how bad do you want to get to know. You know, the days of going to like Specs Music and looking at the top, you know, 50 albums in the country or reading whatever you know whatever you know periodical would that you would receive if you were if you were like a music geek there were certain things that you would listen to or certain you know charts that you would like pay attention to sue to see who is new on the chart who are the writers writing about like i don't remember the, uh, was wired one of them no that's an internet thing anyhow but there was always like places to go mtv used to tell you 
Right. You know, what's hot, what's not, what's next. So you would rely on these professionals, like, you know, these A&R people or like these, these, yeah, that's you know, what I meant the, before. Like you're, journalists that were like, to like, it was a pocket. Go. And so now it's a matter of like, you, I mean, you could still, I'm sure there's blogs out there that are very popular in the industry that people listen to. Sure. Um, I usually, I'll like, I'll pick up and read the, if you, there's a ton of music festivals now, you know, there's Bonnaroo, there's Coachella, there's, uh, you know, you have Ultra that has a different, that's all electronic music. The headliners are usually names that are very familiar. But if you read like the third and fourth and fifth lines, you'll see a ton of artists there. So it's a matter of just taking those names, plugging it into a search engine and seeing what comes out and listening to it. Like, do you like it? Do you not? You know, there's a really great French electro pop band called Yell that came out years ago that I still love. Um, every time it comes onto the music and the gym, everyone skips it because they think it sounds like chipmunks on acid. But you know, <laughs> chipmunks on acid. <laughs> but it's great. Well, that's cool. I mean, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to explore a little bit more because you know that's uh, I don't want to be that guy that, you know, because earlier, you know, earlier you said, oh, Carlos, you sounded like there was like this sadness in your. In your nostalgia, it's like a nostalgic, yeah, yeah. like a. You know, it's. I've gotten really good with knowing the reality of the times that we grew up in. Like, I am very like happy with the year I was born and what I've gotten to experience up to this point. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I yeah, there's pockets that were really nice, but I really like what we're living now. Like, I like these outlets that we have. I like that things have advanced the way they have. So I don't look at the past as it was better back in my day. Uh, I don't, you know, I have really good memories of how I experienced life, but I know the realities of what was going on at the time, and I know that it wasn't all great. But I got to experience some great things, but I'm loving the fact that I, you know that I, I believe in the Zenial generation. I believe that we're Zenials. That's just, you know. Okay. Uh, yeah. And that's just my thing. And I love that. I embrace that because every time I read any article about Zenials, I'm like, this is exactly true. Where, you know, I, if, 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 if all the cell phone services in the world shut off today and said, sorry, no more cell phones. I'd survive and I'd be great because I know a life without that. Right. But the fact that we have them. And it makes me want to use it. I'm not afraid of technology. And I love all the technology we have and all these outlets that we have. And, and, and one of those outlets is, you know, um, learning how to use things like Spotify, learning how to use Apple Music to, like, move forward with your media and, and not stay, oh, I, I miss the days of this, this, and that. Or I have friends that all they do is watch old shows like Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which is fantastic, you know? Or they'll watch, like, Friends, and they're watching... And I'm like, you know, there's, like, other new stuff that's come out that's really yeah. good, you know? Like, move forward, too. Don't just stay in what you're comfortable in. Move forward and embrace the new stuff, too, because, you know, especially if we're going to live to 150... You know, we're going to have to do that. For, there's certain, like, when it comes to, like, television or movies, once I've seen it, I usually rarely go back to it. It's kind of like one and done. But with music, I, I, there's, I mean, I've, I will go back to stuff that I love to listen to over and over again. Sure. Of course. There's over and over that. and over again. Right. You know, and I have, like, when I, last year for, like, between Christmas and New Year's, we went, we took a, road trip to Tennessee 
and I listened to my Spotify playlist the whole way, and it was me driving, David's mother in the passenger seat, and David with the dogs in the back, and I wasn't paying attention. I'm just driving, and this, the music's on, and I'm just, like, singing along or whatever, and we got to a rest stop, I don't know how many hours later, and David's mom turns to me, and she says, I think it's amazing that you know all of the words to every song, and she's right. I do. I know every word to every song for, and it's like a lot. It's a, I mean, you think it's a lot of music. Yeah, it's a lot of music. And it's just these things just stick in my head, and I, I, they're enjo- they're super enjoyable. So I can go back to it. You know, pop music right now sounds like something that I want to go to sleep to. You know, a lot of this mumble rap and a lot of this, you know, these artists. The, for me, it's not something that is exciting to me, you right, know. It's not, and I don't, I don't enjoy it. I, you know, let the kids have something that it's fine. There yeah. could be a cult, there could be like an age gap that sure. I don't necessarily need to bridge. Right, right. Well, it's it's funny because there's a, a resurgence like of the post whole like Malone. I yeah. don't. Know. There's a whole resurgence of the emo thing and the darkness and the goth. There's like it's like it's like a it's like a, there's this there's this. I never um, got into that either. So no, me either. I was yeah. never a, a, a Marilyn Manson fan. Yeah. I was never. But it's very, uh, it's very cool to be depressed. I wasn't a My Chemical Romance fan. No, no. I mean, no, I like no. Helena, and I like the the Carry On marching band song. Right, right. But those are just because they're good songs, not right. because I'm into that band. Not because you connect to the I'm really, I was, like, into f- number one with a bullet. I oh, went okay. to a Fall Out Boy concert when I was in my 30s, uh-huh. and my friend and I were the, the oldest people there that were not parents. Really? Yeah. That's when I started. I definitely f- I remember feeling like, wow, I'm of a. F- I've definitely like crossed. You crossed over. I've crossed over into adulthood, or I'm still like have like these. Mu- like I still enjoy like what's happening at that moment, and this was I don't know, I guess it was like ten years ago, yeah. right? Yeah. Like yeah, ten eleven years ago, maybe more. Yeah, I would say so. No, it was about 2007. Yeah, actually, about twelve years ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Wait, was at the was at the UM Convocation Center, which Ooh. is not that anymore, but it's that, and it was like Fall Out Boy, All American Rejects, you know, Marble Lights, you know, whatever Monster Energy Drink emo band. <laughs> and now next year in August, it's Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and Weezer. <laughs> okay, coming to I saw that. Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, that's an upgrade in as far and that there there will be a lot of forty. Or 35 plus year olds there too. Yeah. You know? I mean, all those teenagers now are like in their like 30s. Yeah. I'm sure. So. Oh, absolutely. And, and I love, I, what, one of the things that I've, a new thing that I've embraced playing music is when people in our age group are like, hey, you know, like thanks to you, we're able to go out and like enjoy live music because you play stuff that we like. Yeah. And also the kids, meaning the 22 year olds, so I'm, I have doing air quotes right now. The kids um, also enjoy it. You know, so it's like I'm in this sweet spot where everyone's enjoying what I'm playing. Like all the songs are enjoyable by everyone, which is really really cool. And and um, and yeah, man. So I just think. I, I'm, I'm, my goal, aside from my meal prepping and immersing myself in the whole work against gravity thing, is I'm going to learn, I'm going to get into some new music via Spotify. Okay. Yeah. Because my goal this week is not going to be fitness related because I am in rehab. <laughs> right. You should focus on getting yourself stronger. Uh, yeah. 
So that's gonna be my focus. Honestly, so, like when yeah. you're when you're injured, you need to keep moving. Yeah. You need to keep moving. You need to keep strengthening so that you can get back. So you can lessen the amount of time that you're out. Right. Because your muscles will at- will freeze and atrophy, and that'll get worse. Yeah. Just that's in what case. I feel. That's what I feel. That's why, like, the yoga has helped, and I feel it working. Like, and, like my left leg just shakes. Just have like, Lauren punch you in the calf. I should, man. That would be so great. Or go to a physical therapist. But maybe that, too. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll go with that one. What's your goal for the week? Uh, I didn't even know we were doing goals for the week. I just I set one, so I want you to set one. Uh, uh, let's just go with track... All of my meals and hit my macros. Yes. Every day. That's always a good goal. That's a good one. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Well, George, where can they find us? Uh, you can find this podcast at Moaka Media on Instagram. You can also send us emails with questions, comments, concerns, inquiries, topics that you want us to discuss to Moaka at gmail.com. I am on Instagram at George I. Sanchez. And I am. At Carlos Escanilla underscore LMHC, which I might be changing. We'll discuss that. I think you should. One last thing, just postscript, um, Sound of Music. Listen, you think you're having a bad day? Julie Andrews, you know that amazing scene where she's twirling on the mountain and the camera zooms in and she sings, the hills are alive with the Sound of Music? So back in the day, we didn't have digital cameras. So cameras were attached to like helicopters. And they flew around her trying to get that scene. A helicopter crashed into her head seven times. Yep. I've heard that. Is there any footage to get of that, that scene? No. And oh. she finally said, enough. So if you, if Julie Andrews can get hit in the head with a helicopter <laughs> seven times to get one scene, you can do anything <laughs> you want to. As long as you put your mind to it. Exactly. Or your mind into it. Or your head <laughs> into your a head helicopter. Into <laughs> Think of Julie Andrews. That's all I got, guys. I love it. Bye. Bye.